Yo. 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 Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Yo, the low. Let's do this. <laughs> Brain again. Uh, 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 it's glad to be back, everyone. Glad to be back mm -hmm. with my fellow host here. You are on episode 21 of the We Files podcast, We Files Nation. Thank you for coming in and listening in. Uh, you're keeping it posted here with Poonie Moore. Hey, wee. Queen. Hey, now. And guys, so smooth. How is are you two doing on this moment? I'm doing fantastic, thank you. Wow, beautiful queen, beautiful Pooney. I'm good. I'm doing it, bro. I'm living. Oh, pause. I'm good. I'm doing good. <laughs> that is fantastic to hear. Man, do we have a lineup for everyone on this episode? I hope you all are ready. As usual, it's a great, big lineup, I guess. I always say it's a mouthful, but it's more than that. And I hope everyone's ready. We Files Nation's ready. Hosts, are you ready for this? Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, well, yes, let's yes, get yes. some details out of the way. Disclaimer. Anything we say and or do on this podcast is for purely educational and entertainment purposes only. Um, the opinions of the speakers are, or they belong to the speakers themselves and do not represent the Wee Fob brand or the Wee Fob's um, connections. If I had to put that right. I think I fobbed that out right there. Wee Fob! <laughs> That's what we all about, baby. <laughs> fob oh, Nation. Can we uh, get a mission statement for the WeFob's mission? All right. The WeFob's mission is to promote and encourage the changing of negative mindsets, stigmas, situations, and encounters into positive outcomes. Yes, that indeed it is. So I'm here and I'm looking and I like what I see on screen. <laughs> All your backgrounds. Hey. I love those backgrounds. Shout out to Chief putting it together. Queen and Pooney looking so spiffy. Whoa, oh, 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 I see. What's 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 this? Is you guys you with your avatars? What? What? What wait, what's going on? I know it's like we're in unicorn word. <laughs> Guy so smooth didn't get the memo. <laughs> What memo? What? What? There was no memo. We promised no memo. It just happened like this. <laughs> Dude, this is a coincidence. <laughs> That's just the way we roll, baby. 
got it pulling my chain here, man. <laughs> We're on the same wavelength. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice, nice, nice. Well. I hope you all like mine. This one's a shout out to Tosh Lavatai. This is her first NFT. I picked it Love up. It. Mm, is, I like the I like the effect on it. Right. For our yeah, for our tuners. I mean, we're talking about our background. <laughs> for those that cannot see us, our potheads that are listening. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. For the listeners, we're talking about mm. the backgrounds to our uh avatars. Um like I said, man, these are looking so fine. <laughs> this one's uh, called, she calls it Tonga Law. I, I think there was another whole thing to that, but it's pretty cool. And your guys is pretty cool, cool too. I like it. Anyhow, sheesh. Where, where, where were we? <laughs> where we started going off on that coconut tangent. Oh, yes. <laughs> A couple of topics today to cover that I think you both are definitely going to like, and it's going to fall in line with the uh, with this month and what this month represents. Um, if anybody doesn't un, um, realize, I think Queen has put it out in a couple, in a short of hers. This month is, uh, what was it again, Queen? Asia two Pacific. Things. Yes. Asia Pacific Island Heritage Month and Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah. Mm. That's what this month represents very important for a lot of people and our topics kind of fall along those lines it falls exactly on it great mm -hmm. great stuff well here's a review we're going to be talking about marijuana and teen mental health uh then we're going to cover ai danger and finally we'll close it out on the main topics with Nick Cannon's hustle of a hundred million dollars. We've covered it before, but I think we should still. It, there's a lot to be said there about this guy and what he's doing. Um, later, we'll get into uh, updates on WeFobs, but oh wait, before that, we're gonna do business news for all you all. I know that's a favorite of a lot of people. Then the updates on WeFobs, and the closing will be following the market. That's cool with all of you. We Files Nation, cool with you, Queen and Pudimo. We good? We are good. Nice. Yes, 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 yes. So the way I like to do these topics, everyone, is I like to grab fresh news. Um, I like to hit everyone with some fresh news that coconuts usually don't think about, but then we want to get you to think about it in terms of how can this be a part of your journey towards financial freedom. That's what we Fobs is the brand really represents our journey to financial freedom. And we want to share it with all of you. That's why we get on this use. We don't want to miss our chance to invest in something or pick up something that may uh, earn us some big moolah that could help us with this financial freedom goal. Um, that's why we choose these topics. And you'll see as we start discussing them and showing our viewpoints. Once again, our viewpoints are our own, um, and just as the disclaimer said. So let's dive right into it. And I'll bring up the first one, which is, man, it, it's deep. So Yahoo Life, Corin Miller writes, casual marijuana use in teens isn't harmless, they said. 
Here's why experts say parents should be very concerned. Study find that teens who use marijuana re recreationally are two to three times more likely to be diagnosed with depression. Marijuana continues to be legalized across the U.S. with 22 states and Washington, D.C., allowing for the legal use and sale of the drug. With that, there seems to be a general consensus that marijuana, a.k.a. cannabis, is relatively a harmless drug. But a new Columbia University study suggests otherwise, especially for teens. The study, which was published in the Journal of the American Medical Association, uh, JAMA, J-A-M-A, analyzed data for more than 68,000 teens involved in the National Survey on Drug Use and Health, which collects data each year on tobacco, alcohol, illicit drugs, and mental health. The researchers discovered that non-disordered cannabis use, i.e. using marijuana but not being addicted to it, was about four times more common than cannabis use disorder, a condition where people are unable to stop using marijuana even though it causes health and social problems in their lives. But the researchers also found that both were significantly associated with psychiatric disorders. Well, <laughs> I will tell you all why I'm laughing later, but I'd like to hear your viewpoints on this topic. Um, I know I shared it with both of you uh, earlier. I'd like to see what you all think about that, what it's saying. They're, they're, called, they're saying marijuana causes mental health problems in teens. Um, Mostly, um, they're saying they found a leak between cannabis use and poor academic performance, skipping school, and legal issues. Uh, the disorder, the mental disorder they're pointing out to is um, depression. Hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> now, where do they do their research? Where do they conduct their research? <laughs> Keep it coming, keep it coming, because I got a lot to say on this for my own views, but I'd love to hear from Queen and Puni Moore. So Queen, could you take it and then Puni Moore, you'll, right? You can chime in. Yep, yep. After. Of course, of course. Now that what, supposedly because marijuana is available throughout all the states you were talking about, it's become legal. And as you can see with this research, they're saying that it's causing problems. Like I'm reading right here too on, in the Mayo Clinic, amongst adolescents and young adults can affect normal brain development, leading to problems in learning, memory, memory coordination, reaction time, and judgment. Are they, are they trying to blame it on because it's legal and easily accessible now? Um, I'm just curious on where did they, uh, did their their research i just have a lot of questions of where this coming from i mean it's been around for a long time um so they're just gonna blame the marijuana look i don't smoke marijuana or anything but i'm just saying it's nice to point uh problems to these type of drugs mm -hmm. then you look at you know it's been accessible for a long time but now it's free i mean now the federal government is trying to make it legal hello 
<laughs> you know, so I'm like, okay, you know, I just look at it. They're just putting blame on something, you know, um, with uh, what's going on. Uh, this is a good topic because it's about mental health. And my personal opinion, it depends on what you smoke it because I hear some smokers say, well, they smoking the wrong ones because the some of the uh, smokers talk about THC and what is being pulled out. It confuses the hell out of me because I don't know what, what they're talking about. But to the smokers out there, they say this is like the safest thing to smoke. <laughs> so yeah. there's people that's been smoking for a long time. And I know people personally, and they are just fine. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So that's why I have a lot of questions when I read a lot, you know, hear about these articles and I hear from the Mayo Clinic. And then you have here from the CDC.gov says marijuana used by mothers during pregnancy could be linked to problems with attention, memory problems, solving skills and behavior in their children. Mm. Wow. (laughs) So you... (laughs) You you know what I'm saying? Because I just have a lot of questions. That's bottom line with me right now, because I know, like I said earlier, I know a lot of people who are still smoking this stuff, been doing it for my age, you know, and started <laughs> in middle school. And guess what? They're fine. Beautiful. Unless I don't know anything that's going on, but a lot of the a lot of the people I still keep in close contact and Honestly, they're fine. So where are they doing all these tests? I'm not this, this you know, trying to clown on them or anything, but that's just where I'm at with this whole uh, marijuana and teen mental health. Is it really the marijuana that's causing this? Yeah. Let me add okay. before you go, right. uh, Pony. Go ahead. Add in from this article, just to see if the the answer might lie here. It says, why might teen marijuana use impact mental health? This Sultan study, which is this study, didn't explore why cannabis use is associated with more mental health complications. It simply found a link, it says. However, he says the cannabis use tends to feed into an unhealthy cycle (laughs) with conditions such as depression and anxiety. (laughs) I'm laughing. Go on, please. Take it away. Take it away. Thank you for the opportunity, y'all. So uh, that was a good take, uh, Queen. You you have a lot of questions about it, like why or who brought it up. Uh, When this was brought up, you know, my take on it is uh, I always go back to who brought it up. And it is the University of Columbia. That was the study on casual weed heads. You know, that's the way I put it. Uh, my mentor always used to tell me, Pony, if you're going to come up with a or ask a problem question, you better have a solution behind it, too. You know, that's just training me to be a leader. So mm-hmm. the problem that we're talking about, that university, that's their study. The University of Columbia is saying that smoky weed plays a role with the cause of mental health, depression and suicidal thoughts. Uh, I look at it like this. You know, I'm just only going to stick with that. The university, that's their study. And then their experts, I don't know who the expert is, they recommend that parents have an open and honest conversation about, you know, ganja, a.k.a. bacalolo, a.k.a. chronic, 
a.k.a. Mayor Lily, a.k.a. Marijuana. They should educate them on the positive, negative, the possible negative effect on mental health and emphasize the importance of making wise choices. And then they go into like, okay, let, well, let's analyze the reason why. Again, this is from the article that you posted, says that expert emphasizes that parents should be very concerned about casual smokers of marijuana in our kids. They highlight the potential risk of long-term consequences associated with marijuana using adolescents. Uh, the way I feel about it is that these risks, I, would, I just want to say that these are like highlighted importance of being active, the importance of us being active in our kids' life, because that's the way I looked at the question or this article, is that this, that's just a study from this university. Uh, I feel like they're just trying to give us an awareness that, yes, even though that, you know, marijuana, there's a what's that word a stigma about it or there's a say so like it's a good thing because you know like queen mentioned i mean we know a lot of family members heck we also know a lot of people that are in office that also testify that they use that they use it in certain pl platforms you know professors i mean just all kind of professional people in their own industry uses this stuff uh there's a a lot of uh social media platforms and podcasts that like, you know, I just, I'm not going to call out names, but let's just use one, for example. They're called All, uh, all the Smoke, and they testify. These are all professional players that testify that, you know, with the regulation, the it, it helps them because, you know, the anxiety that they grew up at a single home parent, or some of them didn't even have parents, uh, turning to weed helps, uh, you know, stimulate, stimulate the mind and just keep them at, at home instead of being out there in the fields and just doing whatever they want to do, you know, uh, just, yeah, I don't know, folks, that's just what, uh, my take is on this matter. It's, uh, I'm just trying to look at like why they brought it up, but you know, it's one of them things, man. It, the experts emphasize that parents should be very concerned about it. Uh, like Queen said, who are these experts or who are these people talking about it? And what is the reason why all of a sudden they want to talk about this? I mean, there are, I, if to be my my personal opinion, the only way that a herb like weed is bad for your mind or your or your body is when folks, you know, they mix it, you know? Uh, my little time in the Bay Area, smoking weed back in the islands and then coming to the States and then smoking the, the weed out here, it was different. It was such a bigger a big impact because they mix that they mix that shit so when you mix the chronic they make that's where i can see where you know anxiety or the whole like acting out comes in because now they're putting chemicals into it but if you just smoke it like how we smoked it back home straight from the root it, it's all good you know what i'm mm. saying not that i say i'm smoking weed now but yeah that's my take on this uh bacalolo aka marijuana <laughs> Thank you, uh, man. Definitely, I feel those are a great insight into this this topic itself. Once again, marijuana and teen mental health, and what that what it just said. So the there was the so there is a guy. It did mention the guy who's leading the who who's the lead, I guess, 
Arthur behind the study. His name's Dr. Ryan Sultan. He's the one that's doing most of the interview on the article. Man, you know, you both know where I stand with this. <laughs> I was laughing. Yeah. Tell us. Because tell I us. call bullshit. Like, <laughs> you gonna compare marijuana? Why didn't they talk about tobacco and alcohol? There you Hello. go. Like, Hello. Why why do you want to focus on marijuana saying that marijuana causes all this health problem? You know how much health problems alcohol and tobacco cause for kids? Mm-hmm. Well, why the you know <laughs> why well let me put it this way. Parents, why are you even giving your kids marijuana? Unless it's like health related. Yeah, right. Yeah. I thought it was illegal to give kids marijuana. At a teenage, um, it just to me it doesn't make sense. It, it, it's selective. How did uh, Chris Rock put it? Putting selective uh, outrage. Selective outrage. You're gonna get angry at marijuana and try to. They're they're just trying to say that they published this study. Cool. I guess they had to do it because they had to pay the bills and do a study. They probably sat around not doing anything. But why didn't after they did the study, then they did this? Why should why did they not do a comparison with something else that's comparable to like tobacco? Thank Ever you. got into like the the mental health issues that tobacco causes amongst teens? Can you uh, compare the numbers between okay? Because I'm pretty sure tobacco. This is what I say allegedly, but. I, th- I think they have facts. Tobacco causes psychosis and stuff like that if you're doing it at a teenage age or something like maybe in mental health terms. These guys are just saying depression and anxiety. And I'm like, what? What? So you're going to focus on Mary Jane and not focus on Siggy Man. Back in the days, they used to pitch tobacco like it was a freaking health thingy. The Marlboro commercials, and that's how much power the tobacco and alcohol industry has that they can hide these studies that are done about them and not have everybody talk about them. And then people come and cap on marijuana. And you you ain't lying, Queen. Why is it so tough for them to pass the laws to legalize marijuana? It's a plant. Well, because of, I think a lot of people also miss its big corporate interests, I believe, blocking marijuana from becoming legalized. Mm. Kind of like how the, you know, the gas guys don't want EV cars to come up. Gasoline guys don't want uh, electric vehicles coming out because they'll lose out money. I'm pretty sure it's the same with Alcohol and well, tobacco is the same with tobacco. It's just some things I want to put out there. Yeah. And, you know, um, what you call it? I'm a brain fart here, but, you know, doctors are prescribing these. So, I mean. (laughs) There you go. Hello. Hello. I can Um, attest that it does help with um, the very same mental issues that it's talking about is actually the mental issues that marijuana helps with. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's no difference from uh it doesn't matter. It's kind of like even weight loss, right? They uh people talk about the certain foods you can eat. It doesn't matter, man. If you overeat something like broccoli, if you overeat it, it's not gonna be healthy. 
It's the same thing with we. I mean, we did turn yeah. It's so. like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I under you know I get where they're coming from with releasing their studies. Sign these scientists need to make these type of studies to ask any type of question. But you just have to question the motive, right? What is yes. the motive of? I wouldn't say the scientists. I would question what's the motive of whoever wants it publicized in the news in that in that type of heading. What's the motive of Yahoo Life heading it like that? Like, or sometimes it could just be a, uh, just a regular standard of. You know, in a university, they're just doing studies. They're just picking topics. All right, let's do a research on it. Yeah, that's and what that's, I said. That's that's but all it is. You know, what the I mean? motive for putting it out in the in the in the in the media as casual marijuana use in teens isn't harmless. You know what I mean? So why didn't they say casual mar uh, cigarette tobacco use in teens isn't harmless? You know, compared to casual tobacco use, or maybe that's another study, or maybe I'm on another. Tangent. Maybe they, like you said, it's got to be the intention. Why why are they doing this? That's basically what you're asking. Why focus on marijuana when there's other stuff too that worse than marijuana worse. that is legalized, right? It's legal. Yeah, it's one of them things. Kind of like you mentioned cigarettes. I mean, since I was born, I was born in the '80s. They do advertise that that you know smoking is bad for you. There, there's been a time too. I think that's still going on, but there was a time where I've noticed when I'm buying a pack of cigarettes that they will show like the disease bodies on them. Did that stop me from smoking? No, no, no. You know, it just to each its own. Well, there you have it, bro. Just the fact disease body. Does marijuana cause the disease body? Does it fuck up your liver or your, I mean, your liver, your lungs like <laughs> tobacco does? We're talking about mental health. How much mental health issues do people get from tobacco? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Laughable. That's why I was laughing through the reading of that article in the news. But again, they're just pointing out a study. Okay, we'll give you that. You can have that one. You have the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> And what and, and what uh Punimo um added earlier is like maybe it's just a like how they it's just a little warning, something to think about, look out for your children and so forth. If they're out there smoking yes. and stuff, just keep yes. track. Keep track. You know? mm -hmm. But more than that, keep track. <laughs> I literally would say this is just my opinion. It's better to have them on marijuana than it is to have them on tobacco. <laughs> oh well anything else any of you want to add about this topic no it's just that uh yahoo stop uh, posting bullshit shit like this you know, we're not going to stop doing <laughs> oh man we'll have comparisons oh yeah. you know what they did they did get us this is a gotcha moment it was a clickbait <laughs> we did a, they had did. Puni Moore. Had, they had Puni Moore doing the research on this shit. They got us all riled up talking <laughs> about this topic. <laughs> One sided story they got, too. Oh, 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 who's stepping in? Is the, oh, oh, introduce oh. it. 
That's good, man. Can y'all hear me, man? Yeah, yeah loud and clear, man. Loud and clear. Tell me, you just you just finished smoking news? <laughs> yeah, that too, man. Yeah, yeah, that too. He just get on this topic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, hey, y'all like the new avatar, man. I had to join the club, man. All y'all look so fly. Had to switch it up a little bit. Hey, you look a little wise there, my Uso. You know, OG all day, baby. Amazon's going to have, uh, not Amazon, Zoom, man, Zoom. Y'all going to have to endorse us, man. We promoted y'all avatars. Know, right? <laughs> Making it look good, baby. Shoot. Zoom's like sitting over there. Zoom, come on now. Come on. Mm-hmm. What are we well, talking about, man? Where we at, man? What's good? Man, we were just about to close it up, but sit- <laughs> We were talking well, about I'm marijuana saying. and teen mental health, bro. Oh, okay, that's cool topics. Y'all got it covered, right? You good? Yeah. Did you want to add anything on? So we basically to summarize, there was an article put out by Yahoo Life News that said uh your teen shouldn't be smoking marijuana because it has a tendency, it's linked to causing mental health problems such as depression, anxiety, and other things down the line. We all, Queen's viewpoint was why ask that question? Why did they do a study like that? Who's the one that did, who how, who they did the study? She asked a lot of questions, um, which were all valid to, you know, to us. And Pooney came out and he, he says there's, you know, the, the reasons why it could be positive like they put stuff into the marijuana and we all understand that there's sometimes pesticides on it or other chemicals that they mix with it that could cause that kind of reaction amongst um amongst teens right and he goes into like probably that's why they covered it and that's why they put it out and finally i said why are they saying that this is even a you know why are they doing a study like this instead of comparing it to tobacco? Like, <laughs> we all agree. Why is kids smoking marijuana in the first place? Why is the teen smoking it? I thought we thought it was illegal. And at the same time, how can they say all that with mental health problems when there's the other legalized version of a drug that's doing way more harm on the other end? That's what we talked about, man. And then you popped in. Or we were about to close it up. All right, let me add a little, my little two cents. Uh, in Nevada, it's legal. For mm-hmm. teens to smoke marijuana? Oh, what's up? Teens in specific? You know, specifically teenagers? Yeah, specifically teenagers. And we're talking high schoolers on down to like seventh and eighth graders. Yeah, that's a hell no. Uh, I thought right. we were just talking about weed in general. No, no, that uh, is teens. This article specifically focused on teens. Yeah, they're, they're too young. Yeah, that's a hell no. Uh, right. It's just not a. Yeah, I don't. I don't recommend it. I, I do think that's a contribution to the mental mental states uh, challenges. Yeah, they're too immature to understand that stuff. You know what I mean? The effects and why people consume it and and whatnot. Um, I also believe that, you know, there's a part of life where you have to learn the difference between right and wrong. And as a teenager, uh, this is one of those things that should be introduced a lot later in life instead of during their teenage 
ages. Mm. So speak, speak. Yeah. So there you have it. Um <laughs> I want to add on, I want to add something to this topic. Bring it on, we close bro. It out. Bring it on. Uh, you know how we fob is. We're all about where can we make money off of this shit. Certainly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get it. Get you know what, man. For our listeners out there, man, if you got connections for uh, what is it called, the cannibalism stores? I would like to open a business like that, man. You know, cannibal cannabis, not Can- cannibalism. Yeah. Cannabis, cannabis. <laughs> the cannibalism. Cannibalism is eating other people. <laughs> Yeah, that's, a, that's a straight wee fob moment right there, man. We, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, trying to yeah. say, Anyways. eat the weed, eat the weed. No, yeah, hey, you can do eat the weed. They, they, you know, they bake it in like, I mean, you can cheese. eat it in a different yeah. form. You can <laughs> eat it too. Say, but y'all, you, you get what cannabis. I'm saying. Yeah, cannabis stores. We need to get in. We need to get into that. Can we invest in one of you, coconuts? Are any one of you like opening up a business in cannabis? Yeah, hit us, hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. I, yeah, I definitely know a few. Yeah, that's a pretty lucrative business right now. I know some Polynesians mm-hmm. are actually Chief doing knows kind a few. of Chief, share, yeah. bro, share, bro. Oh, it's a great, I mean, like, you know what I mean? For teenagers specifically for this episode, yeah, yeah of course, that's a hail to the no. Hell no, right? For the, uh, yeah, you're sick in your mind if you want to, you know, introduce that too early into the kids and allow them to, of course, that's my personal opinion. You know what I mean? Like, they're just too young for that. Like there comes a time in life where that would that can be introduced, um, especially being the United States. Uh, so no, hell no, it's a hell no. But on the other side, yes, there are local businesses uh, in the cannabis business industry. I know some uh, really good friends of mine who we also, including myself, uh, participated in trying to establish this when it first came out to when it came to be legal for certain states. Um, and yeah, like the the growing of it, the 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 farming of it, like that's that's one area. I do know some from California, two of them in particular. Uh, they are aware of the wee fobs, and hopefully one day we can get them on the podcast. Uh, and they're they're pushing that out out there very strong. There is a lot of money in that. It's hustle money, right? I mean, yeah. it's pretty straightforward. You know, when it was illegal, that was a good hustle. You know what I mean? Everybody trying to get their little, little, their little weed fix. Um, uh, so it's definitely a lucrative business, but doing it on the legal side of things, you know, now the government gets a piece of the pie. And uh, yeah, it's great. But I'm team uh, Snoop Dogg, man. You know what I mean? Well, there you have yeah. it. We Fobs Nation. You're listening to All us. Day, baby. You can tell we're pro, uh, pro marijuana in that sense. Well, each of the hosts... I'm pretty sure we are in that sense. Um, there's benefits to this thing. It's just, Queen, you know what? I just figured it. They brought out this because of Mental Health Month. Right? They right. issued Yahoo That's Life a possibility. reported it. Yeah, right? Yahoo Life reported it because of Mental Health Month. And it's something that will get everybody talking. Like us, we started talking about it. Oh, marijuana. Yeah, isn't it funny how they put that together? I just yes, that's what just we were just talking about. That's what like, we're talking about. What's the motive? What's the motive behind it? AAIP, AAPI, and mental health awareness yeah. <laughs> in the same month, right? Like, like exactly. Yeah. So they wanted to make an issue. I mean, not make an issue, but try to point out marijuana has its negatives with teen mental health. But everybody, don't forget, 
though they say this about marijuana, there's still a legal drug out there that has way more harmful effects. And we all agree it's tobacco and alcohol. So you're going to talk about marijuana. You should talk about alcohol and tobacco first. (laughs) I mean, they got to stop, you know, the more I'm thinking, the more we're talking about this, the more I feel like, uh, want to tell the person that posted this news like no shit <laughs> dumbass you're trying to tell us it's basically like you're trying to tell us parents how to raise our kids no uh, shit we, we know how to it's common sense bro drug free but, about, <laughs> go sorry. ahead queen go ahead queen what about this this is an underlying message to the asian pacific highlanders <laughs> to put mental health in the same month of Asia Pacific Heritage Month. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, they want to talk about this. Hello. The funny thing is, though, mental health health care, you know, those concerns for every culture, this is something that that every culture has standards on. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, So to, to, to raise an awareness, maybe to the American people and all the rest of the idiots, but um, as a from a cultural uh, uh, perspective, you know, it's always being um, in, influenced on the positive side why it's we shouldn't do it. But to each their own, right? At the end of the day, because we're not responsible for anybody in our community for making uh, uh, decisions that will affect them health wise. Um, yeah. I think that we all share the same similarity things. But as a cultural in the API heritage recognition um i'm i i just feel like every culture because i've heard like a asian side how they have a very um influence on the what they think about alcohol and cigarettes and drugs and all the yada yada, yada stuff and, and they 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 say the same thing too they, they steer away from it um yeah yeah that, that was just off my head off top and mm. you know to add to that we also can't forget that within that AAPI is American, Asian, Pacific, Islander heritage. They like they put <clears throat> that in for a reason, I I believe, because it's coming from in America, within America. Pacific that's Islanders new to within me. America. Pacific, Bro, that's new to I mean, me. Yeah. There's uh, an AAPI now? Is that what it is? No, it was. Uh, this is... That, that was. If you go look it up, that's what it is. Um. Interesting. And the first A stands for American? Asian, yeah, yeah. Asian, American, American Asian. Asian. Yeah. I mean, I got to Google it, it. They keep changing it every year. It's been around for decades. But yeah. one time it was just Asian Pacific, API, then American Asian Pacific Island Heritage. I mean, they keep changing the acronyms. and Asian Pacific right. American Heritage Month. APAH. Now, are we the alphabets too? Oh, man. They they're putting it that way, <laughs> and yeah, and then to each culture their own. Yeah, because some cultures they're a little bit more lax on alcohol and stuff like that. That's a lot in the European cultures, which is it. You know, there are cultural heritages in America, but once again, going back, honestly, we all feel you shouldn't be giving your teen marijuana, and if your teen is using marijuana behind your back, it's cool that this article made uh, you know makes you aware of the risks and the dangers but also realize that 
there you know <laughs> I said it again, my opinion again. Marijuana is such a better option than tobacco for your team. <laughs> if it ever is comes down to that shit. Like, yeah. I agree. I mean, yeah. Just American standards, that's kind of a, a hell no. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> but we also want to educate our listeners because, you know, WeFob is all about promoting, you know, for all of us for that financial freedom. Um, I'm dabbling back into like the how you can make money off of this uh, because what, what came to mind was a former NBA player, Isaiah Thomas, him and his partner are one of the biggest uh you know doing this uh doing this business they were able to outsource the uh, product from a i'm not sure what the country is but it was going to bring a lot of uh revenue into america and uh whoever's in charge of this in the federal government side they put a stop to it mm, i think i and, heard about and, that yeah and isaiah's thomas point was it's a simple fact that you know our government doesn't like when minorities are able to come up with ideas. So that's probably going to be another thing that they're going to steal from our, from my minority people and, and capitalize off of that. You know, the money trend. I just mm -hmm. want us to be aware of it. And those that are listening to, you know, because I don't have the time and the day to look at it, but, you know, comment on it so that way we can be a part of it too, because there's, I, I do see a lot of money in this, in, the, in that, in that field, that game. I was just about to ask you if it made a profit, but I do remember hearing something like that. And I oh, think they're still making profit. Yeah, they're still making. Remember, they have the stores, but yeah, uh, Isaiah Thomas and his partner, and you can find that on their episode with all the smoke. Host is uh Matt Barnes and uh Stephen Stephen Jackson, and uh, yeah, it's documented there. You know what I'm saying? This is not uh, allegedly information I'm giving y'all. Yeah. This is uh, this is actually proof. Uh, because it's, you know, uh, in the black movement, you know, they're trying to uh, uplift their folks. And we we kind of fall the same with them, you know, with African-Americans. We're kind of like in that category of trying to wake, wake our Polynesian folks up to be aware that there's so much money to be made. And uh, this is another way. Instead of the regular of you graduate, you join, you either get a scholarship or you join the military or you go to the tuna manufacturing factories you know what i'm saying so it's just opening doors to our coconuts so like man there's so much money to make and it's not about the money it's just about our culture rising up too you know what i mean not bad bro. not bad <laughs> so we had so much to add on there and <laughs> it just brings it back right clean the stuff blocking it big corporates the corporates that don't want it coming out because they'll lose a profit on it, and that's you know it's it's an it's a it's besides the cannabis yeah businesses, it's still a product competition yeah yes and uh, and they'll block know, it's stuff being like product. that. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. man. grimy world, grimy world. So that's the play we fog nation. I mean, do we have any stories, y'all? We no, gotta talk some. Bro, anybody got some memories? Let's let's no, entertain man. this. Bro. We got topics to cover. Let's close this out. That's too much yeah. already. <laughs> this 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 is a good topic, y'all. This well, really how is about a good topic. We agreed to reapproach this topic again because I'm pretty sure we haven't heard the last from this marijuana mm. thingy. 
Yeah, let's keep pushing. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Now let's move on to this next one. And I think glad that Chief came along because this next one covers uh, artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Uh, the AI dangers. <laughs> have you both, have any of you been, uh, if you've been keeping your eye to the, uh, what's been going on lately, the Congress literally had like a hearing based on AI. So this is by CBS News. Um, who's the writer here? Oh, CBS News in general. The AI industry leaders warn of dangers if Congress does not regulate emerging technology. Artificial intelligence industry leaders testified on Capitol Hill. This was on May 17th, which was yesterday. Um, calling on Congress to regulate the emerging technology. They warn of significant harm to the world. Wow. If Washington does not set standards, congressional correspondent Scott McFarland reports from Washington. And then the news, it's a video. But yes, let's talk about this. Now, we were real big. We still are big on the AI movement. But now you have these leaders who created AI trying to tell everybody, especially the leaders of our nation, yo, 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 you need to regulate this. Uh, You need to hold it back because it's dangerous. What are your thoughts, we Fobs hosts? Let's go queen, then puny, then chief. How's that? Sounds good. All right, queen. Let her rip. I like to hear from Chief Lot on this because I know this is what he talks about a lot because I want to hear from him, if you guys don't mind. Ooh, let's reverse it. Chief, then Pony, then Queen. Heck <laughs> yeah, I mind. The disrespect. Yes, I mind. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go Get ahead, Chief. Get over go ahead, Chief Lot. <laughs> so <clears throat> if the technology creators are saying that it needs to be regulated, then who best take advice from, from those who are actually influencing the development of AI creation? Mm, valid point. See, that's the, why I wanted to hear from Chief Law first. Go ahead, brother. Because <laughs> simply, it's very simple, right? It's a new industry. It's not a new industry. It's a it's an evolving, developed industry who is booming right now. And it's making a shake, shaking down the trees all over globally um now if there if this industry now we're talking about the the engineers and all the 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 ceos the owners of these developing uh ai tools that are provided if they're throwing a red flag then common sense in my opinion we should follow their lead it's that simple nobody understands it more better it's like a doctor saying you know, prescribing something and then throws a recall out or auto audible transportation industry throwing a recall because they're the industry, something needs to be recalled. So if the technology industry is going to inform us that we need to regulate this, that's kind of a pre 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 recall or not even a re, Yeah. Something like that along those lines to allow us to, to prevent anything that they're concerned about. They're the experts. There's no one else. We're, we're the, we're the general public and we're learning. So you'd be an idiot, not in my opinion, you would be an idiot if you don't take the, the, 
the red flags brought to you by the developers of this industry? Hmm. That is valid. Yes, that's that's so true. Um, AI's been around forever and it's been in the movies. <laughs> like I keep saying this because it was it's been here for decades, but now it is so publicized that it's gone crazy. It's it has blown up in, in the in the uh social media everywhere, and I can see why the creators are throwing out you know, white flags, basically white flags, like, hey, take control of this. Basically waving their hands, trying to get attention to uh, to to regulate this. Because it is it is a scary thought if it gets out too crazy. Because I'm not a techie person, but I, I see what AI can do and the power that it holds and people that it can really change um, the way we are in the future if there's uh, no control. So just I'm just going about off the movies I see because um I like I said before I'm not a techie person but it has beautiful things it has created beautiful things and it's such a wonderful um tool to have great asset but it also could be a very dangerous one and it could be very um very very bad <laughs> Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know how else to say that. What the word is? Uh, we just got to be careful. But like, like uh, Chief Lacha said, it's, it's common sense. Listen to the creators of this; they know what they're talking about. <laughs> that that's all you you okay? You're done. Go ahead, put you want. I know you itchy to talk. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that sounds good, man. I uh, yeah, so each its own. Uh, I want to quote some here. This is a popular saying. Let me know if you guys heard of this before. AI isn't going to replace you. Somebody using AI is going to replace you. Let that marinate. Let that marinate for a little bit. Oh, it's marinating. <laughs> so, for Puni Moore, I don't give a shit what they say on the news. I want to be able to be a, a guru of using AI to my benefit. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm tired of being on the bottom. I want to be on the top, y'all. And that's my take on AI. So when you <laughs> post this topic, when you bring this up, to me, it's going out one ear out the other. It, <laughs> hey, they created it. They messed up. That's their fault. You know what I mean? Yes, they're trying to ban. They're trying to put regulations regulations on this for people like Puni Moore and hackers out there. You know what I mean? It's just like it is what it is. That's my take on it, yo. <laughs> I like that. I'm I'm gonna man. I'm gonna side with Puni Moore on this one too. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so. These tech leaders in the tech industry, they founded AI and released it without the regulations. Why didn't they put the regulations in first before they released it is why I what I want to ask, right? Like why did they why are they going to Congress now to cry, oh, you gotta regulate this now when they're the ones who dropped freaking like chat GPT out into the public like nothing? And then they put down like, oh, you can pay $20 to use chat GPT. So they're coming to cry regulated now after they made all those millions and millions of dollars. That's just, those are the kind of questions that I'm asking right now. Why come crying now? Um, 
yes, AI was there, been there for a moment, but I believe the real, you know, why everybody's focusing on it was when chat GPT dropped. Everybody, you remember? Yeah. We, yep, yep, that's yep. when even WeFob itself, the WeFob, we, man, after chat GPT dropped, we were on it. We look, look at, look at the way WeFobs looks now, everyone. Yes, that's AI. But it feels that's good what riding the way. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's why I'm with you on that. Like, why didn't they put the regulations in first before they dropped it? Nah, they want to play it. I believe they want to play a different game. Oh, let's just do it. No rules first and then let everybody get the rules put on them so that they don't take over. This is just me. They don't get a one up on us. Right? So I'll give you, there's a, there's a YouTube video out there which releases, you know, when they did this Congress thingy. Let me tell you about Congress too. So Sam Altman, which is the CEO of OpenAI and ChatGPT, he started talking to Congress and telling them, you know, very eloquently, very coolly, why regulations are needed for AI. Um, he told them about the different kinds of regulations needed, how it could be implemented. <laughs> this one Republican senator sat there with his hand, like his chin in his hand, like he's lazing around. And he said, how about if we, can you be the regulator? Can you be the head regulator for all of this? You know what Sam Altman said? He said, I love my job, which basically means no. This is Congress. Everybody's looking to Congress to provide this policy and stuff. There's no specialist in Congress that understands this stuff. They're just asking questions of the specialists. That's true. Everybody gets that's it? why it's that's why they the regulations needs to be conducted by the developers, the creators yeah. of the right. Yeah. And on that note, Sam, Sam did a he he did a shady move in terms of developing this release of the AI. Because that's yes, what I'm saying. Like, Chat, why did Chat they GPT. not put the regulations in place first before the release? They didn't do it. I so, believe this is what I'm saying, bro. They did it because they wanted to get the money first. And then now that the regulations are put there, it's going to be tougher for a lot of competition to come up and get on their level. That's just what I believe. Go ahead. Bruce. Yeah, I, I would say the other side of it. <clears throat> because parallel to that, as a developer, Elon Musk has made a statement that he is the actual creator. He named it. Oh, yeah, there's no man. But he Hello. did the same thing. <laughs> he did the same thing. He did the same thing. He said needs regulations, but he create he's creating an AI model for Twitter right now. It's already right. been, the, he, all he the been AI used. extensions roots from the ChatGPT uh, uh, yeah. release, right? It's really it's it's that alone. The if I'm correct, majority of it is all connected to ChatGPT. All the AIs. Am I wrong about that? Uh, 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 ChatGPT is the name of a type of open AI. The open AI was the one that they all created. Open. Open AI. Yeah, open, open AI. AI. Yeah. That's why they call it open AI. Open to everyone. It, it yeah. goes hand in hand with decentralization. But yeah, bro, it's open AI. No, ChatGPT is a name of a type of it's open AI. The model. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. correct. It's one of the model versions of the open AI platform. Uh, yeah, that's the one that I think everyone has capitalized on since the release of the ChatGPT model or version. Yeah, which which 
which means, you know, I mean, like, so here's how I picture and envision this whole conflict when it was initiated by the, uh, these founders, right? Elon Musk's claims that he's the one that came up with the idea and even named it. And then he pulled out after he had estimately started it uh, and invested about 50 million into this initiation and recognized that it needed to be regulated. But instead, uh, Sam didn't give, didn't, didn't give a shit, so to speak. Uh, and, uh, and he just dropped it. So, and he says, like, if you're not going to regulate this thing and do it properly, because this is extremely powerful to release for the public to consume without these regulations, he, he's not going to buy into this. So yeah. I'm assuming like, okay, because he did pull out, he pulled out completely from the whole developing process of this all the way to the release of it. Elon Musk was no longer part of it. So with Sam being the CEO and running it the way he is, with no care to it, I think it's a more conqueror mentality approach. Not about the money, trying to take over everything and shaking everything to his advantage. That's my take. Like, well, that's what I was trying to get at. Like, be the top of the crop. Like, and then put. Remember when regulations come into play. Nobody, it, it's harder for people to get to that top because those guys got to the top without any. No questions, nothing. No, no questions asked. It's it's what they're trying to do with cryptocurrency. Like the they're trying to, it's a crazy thing going on over there. It's the same exact type of struggle. The same as cryptocurrency. That's right. Yeah. I agree. Same exact. But this guy, like he's trying to remain on top now and they're trying to say regulate it now. And, and this is why it, I agree with you guys. I agree 100%, right? That's their problem. They yeah, know. it is, right? We're just going <laughs> to keep using it. We're going to keep consuming it in this, in, to our advantage. Hello. Thankfully, uh, at the level of, well, what is it, um, national security level type of concerns? Yes. We're far from that, right? For for us consuming it, it's like a free premium ticket to get mm-hmm. access to the mm-hmm. whole shebang, right? With no intentions of shaking the security breaches of you know national security or something like that. Yeah. However, there are those who actually can do that, and they're just as available to do exactly what we're doing, but on that grand scale. So that's where the shaking scary part is, because the intents of their use of these tools is to the advantage to conquer this on top of everything else that they feel like it, and that's the mm-hmm. scary part of mm-hmm. it. Because there's a lot of dirty, crazy people out there, man. Yeah. Right? Dirty mind. <laughs> scary, scary thoughts. And man, it comes back to it's all about money, people. It's all because oh, it's definitely all about money. You're right. It's billions of dollars, the investment that ChatGPT picked up uh, that just to get that billions of dollars <laughs> after that. And I think Pooty Moore's uh he's had experience with it, right? Pooty, you you bought into the ChatGPT $20 a month thingy, right? For a little bit. Yes. Yes. See? Man, $20 a month and over million, couple, three million people at $20 a month just for one month, right? Three also million a, times 20. Dang. Also, as, as a marketing strategy, it's a genius move. It's one of the oldest tricks, or if it's not a, a redevelop, a re, 
repurposed. Repurposed. Uh, uh, they're not reinventing the wheel. Yeah, no. they're not. You know, they, of course, for free because you want everyone to do it. Everyone knows what the the, the power of this tool can become. In order for the to have a larger and wider reach, it has to be free. And they didn't make any money out of it because it's free. Now, you know, <clears throat> the funny thing is, chat cheap before, to me, it's not, yeah, that's that's too far fresh for me. Three alone and 3.5, I believe, it's good enough for us, especially myself, like, Oof. just to learn. Right? We got ChatGPT you know I mean? for free for on Bing. Who needs got? Correct. <laughs> it's cool. I've seen it too, and I'm using. Yeah, I'm using it too for free on Bing. Yeah, and I don't see too much of it. It's kind of a little too too advanced for me that I don't need that. It's crazy, right? For that purpose. Yeah, it, for for research and developing of new innovative things. Cool, 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 cool. But for yeah. me, at the very basics, like yeah. the basics, does more than enough, right? The idea that you can just talk to your own AI and let it give you some realistic professional. It's not even professional. It's just telling you the truth damn it, of whatever is available. And you, it's what you do with information going back to what Pony was saying. Right? Like, you know what I mean? It's not the, 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 the tool itself. It's the person utilizing it is where the concern is at. Mm -hmm. So at the, at the, at the basics, like just using the, the, the free version, uh, for it, it, it gives me a heads up to be like, yo, like this is pretty cool, and a lot of things can be uh, uh, developed as they are, um, using just the free version. Which that's where their 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 biggest guilt was. It's like it's not even a guilt because I think it was a strategy. And I'm sure it was. Like they could have made more money. It could have been way way more. I mean, to charge it ninety nine cents at the initi initiation of it. Do you think the reach would be this far? No, no. Uh, right. Put a, that's it had to be free. It, it, it had to be free in order for everybody to really consume it. Sample sales. That's exactly what they did. They just threw it there out. You go. As you all said, they didn't yeah. reinvent the wheel on marketing and advertising and stuff. They already thought about that too. We Foz Nation members, it's, <laughs> we're letting you in on a boss play done by some <laughs> bosses. Get their yeah. get your stuff out for free yeah. or whatever. And then after it makes its money, you put a price tag on it there and start you go. asking your there you go. local government, exactly. hey, we need to regulate exactly. this. Let us be the it's regulators. Correct, right? Because now, if anything, who should be the person that is an expert to yeah. regulate this properly? Because we know the Congress people or the government people have no clue how to do this. Yeah, that's hey. where the... Yeah. Go, 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 go. We're, Pony Moore is an expert at chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> that's not allegedly if you need information i will answer because chat gpt is it is it's now and it's ready to go y'all you know the crazy thing about it i called one of our one of our nephews and he's working on one of the beats that i created and i told him young man go to chat gpt to give you ideas on lyrics if that's where you're stuck at to my surprise, he's like, what is that? So I just wanted to bring that up. It's like, okay, even though that we're aware of it, the world is still not aware of ChatGPT, which brings it to my conclusion. The ones that are trying to make this a regulation are the two percenters. That's where I'm at with that. There That's it is. It. I was waiting for it. <laughs> Case closed, mother effers. The two percenters. Guess where Elon Musk sits on the percentage? Two percent. 
Zero so point five percent. You got it. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Dinner. You know, that's why they want us to. Uh, that's why they're trying to make it a regulations because the playbook is out there now for the whole world to get it. And like I said before, man, if you ain't using ChatGPT, no, it's not going to replace you. It's Pony more that uses ChatGPT is going to replace your ass. So get on it, y'all. Get on it. <laughs> you heard it, We Fog Nation. Uh, that AI danger, <laughs> the AI danger is, is called danger by the very people who made it because, you mm -hmm. know, they want to keep a hand on that, uh, the top of AI technology hey, and innovation. It is definitely financially driven. Yeah, that's our view from WeFobs. Each one of these uh, hosts here, that's their opinion, and they we all have a consensus on that. It's a boss play, <laughs> actually, like Chief said, <laughs> and Booney pointed out. <laughs> have you guys have you guys watched that uh TV series on Netflix, uh, the One Hundred? Man, I didn't even. I got. I started it. Is that an international? Back, but... No, that's uh. Well, the the survivals, uh, right? Survivalist and shit. They yeah, survivalist. Yeah, it was kind of like the end of the world. But I mean, I'm not gonna get into it. I just wanted to sum up the yeah. my point. The the reason, like, so so the it was like a lot of the two percenters that made it up there. I wouldn't say two percent. They just kind of like the Noah's Ark. That's kind of like how they portray <laughs> of the people. No, the people that you know, because the the whole story of it, the world was, you know, the climate change. So oh, they yeah. had to build a, a big old spaceship and they bought, bought everybody that's useful, you know, like electrician, yada, 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 anybody, the plumber, all that the are experts. people were able to live. Correct. Uh, yeah, just free. those, right? And they were living in space, right? But then now that the spaceship itself was uh, losing oxygen, so they had, so the, the ones that are the leaders in the spaceship, they had to make a, a, a choice. Like they had to start cutting people off, and that's why they sent a hundred people to Earth to see if it was uh still resourceful. Because you know they were living in space for many decades. This is like futuristic stuff, and the argument was, the people were like, "Why are we hiding this from the people that's on the space? Why don't we give them the right to know what's going on?" You know, but those two percenters, those leaders, the leaders that that was in charge. They felt like they think like two percenters. No, we can't let them know because, you know, catastrophically or dangerous things is going to happen. Everything's going to go mayhem. Well, Long story short, they yeah. came to the conclusion, you know what? You know, the uh, the refugees, they went ahead and just got on the intercom and exposed it. They're like, hey, they're going to send. That's why they, they're sending 100 kids down there to the earth. And they're also going to cut people in line. We have to get rid of a certain amount of percentage on the spaceship we need volunteers the point is when they when they open it up and people were informed the people themselves volunteered themselves for the because a lot of them they were living in space and they had kids so it was like fathers mothers they're like no i i will sacrifice myself so that for the sake of my children you know so my point is like sometimes these two percenters or leaders they just need to stop withholding information Share it to us, the world, or our country of America, and let us make decisions upon it instead of assuming that it could go mayhem. And that's what that's what I wanted to share. Beautiful. Man, I like that. It's kind of like also the movie Elysium, if you guys ever watched that movie. 
try to check it out. The movie Elysium. Um, yeah. But I'll be devil's advocate on what you said, like trying to ask these two percenters to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's very, yeah, rarely we will find someone who has, in someone they say, by Mamao, right? They have, that has mm-hmm. that that vision for the future and cares about the future generations coming up. Very, very rarely, I, all of us three understand, very rarely we will find those people in power and money have that kind of vision. Because usually it's just for themselves, for their own little circles, and if we get tagged along in it, then okay, that's uh, icing on the cake to them. Man, you guys even said in our last podcast because if we were be- or when we become a two percenter, you know, damn, well, you be doing the same decisions they are, right? Yeah, we hello, out on it, uh, exactly. Did we say that. Hello, so I call I counter <laughs> that's why we ain't gonna make ourselves a two percent. We're gonna make ourselves a fifty to a hundred percent. Share it, but then again, Puni, you're right. Do you share your power and money, the stuff that you you work hard to earn? That's a tough question in the future, and that's a question we're all gonna have to ask when we reach our financial goals, uh, our financial freedom, I'll, right? I'll tell you the answer in America. The answer is hell no. <laughs> and then, well, because it's in alignment with the uh, cultural heritage, the answer from a cultural point of view, what would it be? It'll be a hell no too. <laughs> no. I was just gonna say that too. Are you all serious? Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Think about say it. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, think about it, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Our government, use that as an example. Whoever becomes the governor of American Samoa, <laughs> their families and their circle are the ones gonna be in line. They don't even have the Hello. pedigree. You know what I'm saying? They don't even have the pedigree to be in those positions, but they're sitting in there. So, yes, Hello. we are guilty of it, yo. Yeah. You have people asking, you know, hey, what's the how how you get there? They will give you the entire ingredient. They will leave one ingredient out. So you will you girl to be like asking, like, they told me this and that. How, how, how is this not working? It's because they don't want you to work it. Yeah. Man. Oh Fact. man, yeah, yeah, come on now. The, Not the titles, like a, ahead, the titles right? Yeah. It's <laughs> funny because the WeFob's approach is not to be gatekeepers and to embrace the knowledge by yes. expressing it as much as we can through um conversations like our, you know, our different perspectives to each their own right like we're openly discussing these things and people like is this real or is it fake (laughs) it's like is this true advice or are these allegedly like what the hell's going on with these guys no this is (laughs) as real as it comes raw straight real as it comes and the purpose was to have everybody enjoy and the process and be part of this process because there's a lot of people because that's how i am they're like why are you so kind and how it's it makes sense but they still would struggle with like receiving it as gems. You know what I mean? Like yes. take it for the face value, like, yo, that is real for real. But instead with that typical mentality, it'll go through the like, uh, you know, yeah. always playing devil's advocate, but in situations like in some cases, they sh- people should not. So for us, Oh, and I gotta go with the way things are going. You know what I mean? And and everything we've spoken is being documented through each episode on both platforms. And it's very unique and it's rewarding for me to see everything come to pass, which is pretty cool. Woo. There you have it, We Fives Nation. 
Man, and speaking of platforms, don't forget to check out the Wayus podcast with Queen and Puni Mo. You definitely want to tune in. We always put theirs out there. Episode 12 will be releasing either tonight or tomorrow. Uh, Hello. Tune in. It, it's a bunch of <laughs> exciting topics also there. They got a different view on their uh, podcast going on different topics as well. With that said, how about we take a little break just to get a breather in and let's come back right after these messages. You all good with that? Yes. yes. Let's go. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Puni Moa. And Queen. Get on to our WeFobs.io. Support from the islands. Go ahead and go on that WeFobs.io. We got merchants for sales with Amazon. And also, we got entertainment up there. You will see podcasts and click on the podcast so you can listen to WeFobs and yours truly, Wa'us. See ya. And we out. And it's good to be back. We Fives Nation. <laughs> we had some uh, very exciting topics that we previously covered with marijuana and teen me- uh, mental health and AI danger. Our host had a lot to say on those, and I know they're going to have a lot to say on this next one. <laughs> well, everyone, this next one is about Nick Cannon and his hustle of 100 million dollars a year a hundred million dollars a year let's get to it so aomik man i'm gonna butcher this so bad (laughs) i I apologize uh news writer for butchering your name aomikun adekayero from insider Right, Nick Cannon says he has to make at least one hundred million a year to support his lifestyle and his eleven kids. Here's how he makes and spends his millions. Um, so he goes on. Nick Cannon goes on to say he he has to generate a hundred million to support his lifestyle. He told Los Angeles Times earlier this month that he has to generate at least that much. Be, um, after facing criticism about his child support. Over the last three years, Cannon has had nine children with five different women, which has led to people questioning how he can afford to support them all. <laughs> then it goes on to like say how he how he did it. Like <laughs> I don't he goes, he says, I don't plan to ever have to participate in the governmental system of child, he said. And here's how Cannon is able to make his millions. Nick Cannon is reportedly paid more than $20 million for hosting The Mass Singer. Um, he told Los Angeles Times earlier this month that he's paid more than $20 million for hosting that, that, that series. Um, it's unclear whether this is an annual salary per season. However, he has hosted nine seasons already. Um, Forbes reported he signed on to produce The Mass Singer uh, with this other production company. But anyways, that's one of them. He also uh, created, Canon created, hosts, and produces another TV show, which is called Wild Out, Wild and Out, right? Wild and Out, a freestyle comedy show created in 05. Wild it, Out. Yeah. Wild, wild and Out, right? Wild and Out, because it has yes, an Wild and Out. Wild so and yeah, Out. It generates a lot of money for him, that one. Because 
it doesn't it he demanded full ownership but i guess it's partial owner but anyway just know that that generates a lot of money um he hosted several other game shows and competition shows over the years so it was a lot of hosting duties uh, he has his own comedy specials such as Nick Cannon, the F word, Nick Cannon, and Nick Cannon Stand Up, Don't Shoot, both of which he produced. He started and produced in, let's just say, he he got into a lot of media projects. And then from his media projects, we discussed this before, he branched out into other investment opportunities, but it still dealt with media. And that's how he's making that $100 million a year. Mm-hmm. Now he's getting back into movies again, it says here, because he had a couple of movies come out. He's got a podcast. He got a couple podcasts, his own podcast and radio show. Um, before I hand it over to you, host, for your thoughts on you know his hustle, because we're talking about his hustle. And now that everybody's probably looking at, oh man, he had like 11 kids from different women. Yeah, that that's he's his hustle is hard because of that. <laughs> but Nick Kelly. No, he knows what he's doing. Uh, can't a uh, hundred million a year? And I know I asked Queen and Puni about it before, Chief. <laughs> Even one million to a coconut. Oh my god, he's making a thousand times that. So let's get some thoughts. Who wants to go first? And then from there, we'll rotate the uh, rotate the answers or the comebacks or your okay. feedback. Sweet. So Queen Chief and then Putin. Let's hear it. Well, first of all, kudos to Nick Cannon for his hustle. Right. You mentioned earlier that he will for sure not be, his children will not be in the federal system. Nope. Or kudos to that. And for those people who's questioning how he's going to deal with his kids from different women, none of your damn business. The man is out there hustling. Speak. I mean, you don't see, yeah, he's got six kids, but at least he's he's thinking about his children. He's out in public and he's he's making the money. He's utilizing his his reputation, who he is, mm-hmm. go out there and hustle and, and to uh to to obtain these type of um f- money for his children. I mean, he is an entrepreneur. And I'm sure Chief Law's going to speak on that part of this or other part. This guy's got his own podcast. He started doing moves as little, but this, and he's still going. And to create shows like Wild and Out and create other shows, platforms that that's continue to have money, uh, residual income come in for his, his children. I got to give it to Nick Cannon. Even though I don't agree of, you know, whatever, but this man is there. He's there to support his, his kids. And you can also see in other articles how, you know, with Mariah Carey's, uh, the twins, he has a special room with them with just their, I think it's their candy, like a candy house or candy room with popcorn and every, you know, popcorn machine and the cotton candy machine and so forth. I got to give it up to the man. That's that's the point I wanted to, um, just being present in the children's life is very important. And uh for those of you who ask how he's going to support his children, mind your business. The man's doing his job and kudos to Mr. Nick Cannon. That's all I got to say right now. And then mm-hmm. I'll take over and I'll come back probably later. Nice. Chief? 
Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to agree with Queen. Um, there's there's a lot of good take on that. It, it reminds me of um, uh, ancestors who uh, have, have multiple wives and um, many kids. And for some reason, they managed to sustain it through the whole thing. Well, we don't know our inside story. So this kind of seems like a modern day version of that. And it's kind of uh, unorthodox for the for the general public to consume it and expect it without being judgmental on his situation. Oh, yeah, they're judgmental. But, yeah. But then again, the, like Queen said, the guy's doing his his part, right? It's, it's rare to have a father... Uh, presence you know number one and then the circumstances of there's multiple mothers but they're all his children and he's doing his part and he knows the value to sustain and maintain his uh, financial income and yes of course the cool thing is like this is a good example of someone who does both entrepreneurship and nine to five right he does both he gets paid a regular job just by hosting these shows. And on the side, he also got side hustles for a combination of uh, utilizing financial cash flows within a household. Mm-hmm. He's a master to that, in my opinion. Uh, he's got a goal of keeping $100 million, uh, as a gross uh, income for the year to support all of his children and, and, the, and the people within his uh, inner circle. Oh, huge kudos to uh, Nick Cannon for holding it down. I really, really liked it. I just watched his last episode on The Wild and Out, uh, the battle between the old school and the new school, man. That's so freaking funny. Uh, <laughs> I've enjoyed his show from the beginning all the way till now. And uh, what a, to me, it's like an urban spot for the Black community to to be themselves. They can be very creative. They're very creative, very talented, very beautiful. The culture within them, the American way is so unique. And that wild and out show is that platform. I, I kind of envy it. I wish we had something like that, but there's no way we can match that in the Pacific <laughs> Island uh, no, it's, level. That, we do Because the culture different. of the, yeah, it's completely different. I don't think it'd be accepted for the most part, because I know other ethnic groups or communities have their own similar platforms. But because Black being a lot of the American influence, specifically from the hip-hop influence music-wise, it is a very beautiful place to watch and entertain just by seeing the different personalities, the the metaphors they throw out there, their sarcasm, you know, when they get serious, the creativity, there's a whole bunch of stuff. What a great, yeah, his endeavors are beautiful. And I like the whole fact that he does, he plays both sides, you know, the, the regular nine to five. He's got shows that he he is hired to do a job, uh, which collects money after everything is concluded. And um, and then he's got his personal side hustle on the side. That's the perfect ingredients for someone who wants to make a specific amount of money for their financial freedom. And I think he's on a good track. Huge kudos to Nick Cannon. Thank you, Chief. Pooney? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, ain't nothing but... Uh... Want to give nothing but flowers to uh, the oops, uh, Nick Cannon. I uh, just also wanted to correct the uh, reporter. He actually has 12 kids. And, uh, you know, one of the child was uh, deceased, you know. Uh, let's talk about his uh, baby mamas. He, uh, everything that Nick Cannon did 
it was calculated. Nick Cannon himself is a uh, a lover, not a fighter. And you know, and because I've I I follow him because he's pretty much my age, and um, actually, yeah, he's my age. And uh, <laughs> uh, what do you call? I I understand. I can relate what he's talking about because he's all about. He's he he mentioned that he's selfish, selfless, and he's a woman pleaser than being you know normal. Normally, a lot of guys we just take advantage. One you know when you're making love, uh, just about satisfying a male. But him, he he likes to satisfy his woman. And the relationship he had with his baby mamas, uh, it's not like they all happen in the same time. It's not like he was cheating. No, he had you know like. Uh, an intimate relationship, his decision making on the the women's that he had a babies with, they're all financially well. They're independent women that headstrong, and they can take care of their own. You know, so that's just me the way I look at how he his decision making when it comes to these women. Uh, the number adds up because two of them, I believe, they they had twins. You know, one from Mariah, and then the mm-hmm. other one from his other. Uh, baby mama Nick Cannon mentioned an interview on Jason's uh I forgot what that uh platform was but he mentions the fact that uh the relationship that he was in it's not like he was in there just to give babies it happens to just be at that time where a woman that his baby mamas were fertilized and they were ready to have kids and of course like I said for independent women especially in America you know there's a certain standard that they will want to be with a mate you know if that makes all sense uh that's what i have for him because queen and chief lot pretty much covered everything the only other thing is his education he recently was a howard university graduate you know he's always uh and he's a philanthropist you know so so much things that he does like chief mentioned he does two other things you know the third thing he does with his own charity uh nick cannon has is such a big help to the uh african-american community and you know that's something i would like to hope that some of if a polynesian who is uh you know at that that level is able to do for us polynesian people too i'm not going to mention any name but you know a few of them come to 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 my thoughts when i'm thinking about this the guy is selfless uh for his time to go when he needs to wind i mean i feel like he's a church man too you know what i mean when he wants to wind down, he always re, uh, he always goes back to his roots. He'll go to San Diego, spend time with his family, especially his grams who's still alive, I believe. And uh, he's that type that will, you know, if his grandma tells him or his mom tells him to take out the trash, he doesn't have no problem doing that because it reminds him to be humble. And he uh, one thing that sticks out to that, Nick Cannon said, I wouldn't want to call it humble because humble is like you're being submissive to somebody else. It's just more of uh, having a balance in life. That's my train of thought. That's what I feel about the Nick Cannon. Uh, it's not so much of your question of like that he has to make a hundred mil. Now nah, everything that he did, it, it was all calculated. He's a calculated person, you know. Because as we all know, doing this podcast, uh, it's not about just creating content. Next thing you know, we got to do editing. We got to start meeting with other people to grow this business. And then, you know, it ventures out to so many other stuff that plays hand in hand in the podcast world. Yep, that's what I got right now, y'all.
Beautiful. You've heard it from three points of view right there, We Files Nation. Uh, for my section, I just wanted to bring the topic to light again because it, it inspires people like me, and I know it inspires my We Files host here, and we wanted to inspire you as a part of the We Files Nation members. Like, Keep your mind on the hustle. Keep your mind on that road to financial freedom. A lot of good words were brought up by our hosts that I want everyone to uh, write down and jot down and uh, have it uh, click in your head that these words are a part of our journey. <clears throat> because Nick Cannon, as 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 each one, Queen, Chief Lada, and Pony has pointed out, he uh, emphasizes this and he works on this and everything he has done has been planned. Residual income, that's a financial freedom tip. I know Queen's talked about that. Sustaining a financial income, that's from Chief, right? His lifestyle, like he wants to live his life a certain way he has the money to do that. That's why he's making his hundred, um, hundred million a year. And then when you get to that financial freedom stage, then you get into the area called philanthropy, which Pooney brought up. And philanthropy is, you know, giving back to your fellow man, trying to improve the livelihood of your fellow man. These are all phrases and sentences we Files Nation members you should keep track of. Because we're keeping track of it. And this is what we're trying to use. We're trying to take from these type of stories to help us with our financial freedom journey. All right? <laughs> just a side note, he, uh, he just recently, Nick Cannon said he's cool. Like, if Taylor Swift is looking to have a baby, he's cool. He's ready for her. This guy loves that. Please. <laughs> Hello. He's calculating, y'all. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Taylor Swift be crying up all kinds of songs. <laughs> Those are some things to definitely take note of. <laughs> Freaking Nick Cannon showing us the way. Um, well, it's about that time. <laughs> are you all ready for this next journey? Going into Let's. business news. Let's go. Well, we Fives Nation, welcome to the business news section of our podcast where we give you news that gets your mind going sometimes. <laughs> natural, supernatural, unnatural, you name it, we're going to bring it to your attention just to keep you aware and maybe you'll get something from it, maybe not. We just love to be curious about it. And uh, let's see what we have. Well, I know what we have. I'm just going to give it to you all. I hope you all are ready to shout out some uh, views and opinions on it. Okay? You all with me? Yes, yes. All yes. right, all right. Let's, let's, let's do it. So, Life Science, Patrick Pester. And Patrick, I hope it's Pester and not Peaster. <laughs> no offense. They said, did Noah's flood really happen? Noah's flood. <laughs> That's what he said. I, life science, who's like, yeah, bro, it's in the news. <laughs> Genesis 7-Eleven. So they wrote that whole phrase of Genesis 7-Eleven. Noah's flood is one of the most recognized Bible stories, according to the Old Testament, in the 600th year of Noah's life. 
in the second month on the 17th day of this of the month on that day all the fountains of the great deep burst forth and the windows of the heavens were opened and then it goes on to say this article goes on to say this guy questions it and he was going through geology the study of you know rocks and shit and land to look if it really happened uh, <laughs> Don't they have a, I know they have the Noah's Ark, like an example of it. I, I, I think it's in Indiana or Michigan. I'm not sure. One of those areas, one of them states. So look that up. Bro, you just hit it on the, what this thing says. So there's a study and it says there would have been flooding, but it's a little bit more minor than what it probably really was. Okay, so the conclusion to that, this guy's conclusion with this article and the life science study, uh, yes, most likely, because a lot of cultures already have flood stories. And just by looking at the geology of the land, they said, yeah, it's a possibility it happened. That's where they're going with uh, with that on the on their thingy. Y'all think about that. So they're already bringing that in. They they've been doing studies on Bible stuff. But yeah. Who's this guy? Like, what's his credits? Like uh, credentials? It's it's just a guy writing a new story on these scientists. The Patrick Feaster was right from Live Science was writing a story on these scientists who want to go out and use geology to see if it's true that Noah's flood did happen, and. He's a journalist. It's just a journalist. Yeah, he's just a journalist, and he's taking all kinds of um, he's taking all these different studies that were just recently done, uh, from 2016 to now. Says, the, conclusion the conclusion said it's most likely it did happen, then it didn't, and it's also saying something like the flood probably wasn't that big. <laughs> but this typical journalist. Yeah, they're just saying this through studies. They're saying this through geological studies. But it goes on to say at the end, like, there was many floods. The way these the studies from geology show, there were many floods and tsunamis. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what was, that's what somebody that smokes weed will say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the guy is stupid. Like, like well, it doesn't matter if it was like yeah. I don't care how we what you can speculate as as much as you want. So the fact that it happened, that's all it is. How it happened, and you know, like no one knows that. We just know it was an event that happened and it's a historical one. And that's pretty much it. If you want to speculate on the little details and tell me how they used to wipe their asses back then too. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> It's a little two speculations on all those kind of things. That's just to create the uh, conversations or ratings or whatever. I think it's a stupid article. It's just my personal opinion. <laughs> well, Buzz used to himself probably. Well, as we always say, to each their own. But I like the saying right here uh, from one of the scientists: like the story of Noah. Who knows how far back that goes? Because it. Through their studies, they say that's a very old flood. Very old. <laughs> well, 
Next. Okay, this is very interesting. This is for a lot of the sea people out there. If you're on the seas, you're doing fishing and stuff like this, this is another uh, one of those this is news moments that we're giving you. Life science again, Sasha Parr or Pear. Um, orcas, which are like killer whales, have sunk three boats in Europe and appear to be teaching others to do the same. The question is why? And uh, what they write here is maybe one of the killer whales had a tra traumatizing experience with a boat and it turned around and just started sinking boats. And it before it died, it started teaching that to other killer whales and which are, you know, orcas. And then every orca is starting to do that now, sinking fishing boats, even small ones. You fuck with nature, nature going to come back and fuck with you. <laughs> That's what it's saying. Thoughts? Don't go fishing where the okras are at. Mm -hmm. Europe. Wow. That's crazy, man. That's even worse than Jaws, right? That's like... So killer whales eat sharks. All sharks, even great whites. Yeah, sharks and seals. Yep. So they're the apex predator of the ocean. Mammals, too. That's what that story comes on. Be careful of the ocean when you're out in Europe. Man, what if they start teaching the killer whales out this way in the U.S., huh? Jeez. <laughs> Moving on. This is business news. Yep. So archaeologists find a 7,000-year-old 7, road under the sea in the Mediterranean. Like, oh. hella old road under the sea and this is like very deep in the ocean the flood definitely covered that part right yeah yes, that's, I was gonna that, say that's, the same just, thing. that's why i put it on like <laughs> yep yep it's a video about it it's from uh fox weather fox weather a video on it and all it is it shows is just a guy just uh you know using the uh he's underwater and he's trying to take away all the sand and stuff but there's this big ass road under the sea. Ancient road, 7,000 years old, they're saying, but it may be older. And it just goes to show the flood. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Send that guy that article. Let him know that. He can measure how how, how the flood is. So <laughs> how far go back with what kind of concrete? What was it even concrete, the road? And the <laughs> The flood is such an interesting topic, but I think people also miss the point of, like, even Noah, he was 600 years old. That's Can you give me cool some part. of that immortality, Noah, please? 600 I wonder how years. His, I wonder how the strength is, because the older we get, you can feel the strength leaving because of old age. Yeah. Now, to hit 100 year old, year old and then double that, two, three, four, five, 600, how do you maintain your strength? Yeah, it was the Bible. It said he was. I I I I watched a documentary on it. It was the Bible kind of foretell, like said he was normal up till the end, and he just laid down and passed away. I believe that's how they put it. Whew. Well, we're coming up on that on that with technology, right? Learning how to keep human lives going longer. Mm -hmm. 
Well, team, that's all I had for this news. I hope that kind of got you uh, thinking <laughs> about some stuff. Some curious things out there in the world. Mysteries to be had. So now we're going to go into WeFob's updates. Uh, if there's any updates any of you want to drop, just drop it. Uh, why use podcast, guys? Do you have any updates you want your, our listeners to know about? Or are we good? Coming up in episode 12. We? You mean episode 13? Is it episode 13? Episode 13 is coming. Oh, you're talking about 12 that you're about to post? Yeah, I'm about to post 12, right? That's the one I'm about to post. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, that's 12. Yep. Is there anything, any updates on your guys' end you want our We Five Nation members to know about? Are we good? I we? think good. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, I think we're good. Am I missing oh. something? No, no, I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Uh, oh, oh, you know what? Queen, because there's like a secret thing going on. <laughs> no, I, I'm just giving Queen the, the the top to go first to answer that. But uh, no, just uh, actually, we we added like some of the uh, what do you call that? Like runbacks, uh, like the replays. Yeah, like a replays on it, added to it. Ah, uh, yep. okay, cool. Looking forward to it. Look forward to it, We Five Nation. Um, updates on our We Fives, Chief. You want to say anything before I uh, give them some quick updates and we move into the closing section of our podcast? Oh, I didn't get a chance to acknowledge that we just hit our one year. This is a really huge milestone for the We Fives enterprise mm-hmm. in general. So, I've been working a lot on the back end trying to develop these new things to kind of step it up a notch and then one year is in the box in the books and we working on taking it to the next level a lot of fun new innovative uh approaches to the marketing of the platform uh very excited to see uh cryptos in the economical uh challenges crypto which is where this platform is uh started from is looking okay so to speak um a lot of cool things happening very happy to see everybody again. It's been a hot minute, been very busy, just getting a lot of things going. And very excited for the the, the future of uh, what we have for the platform for WeFobs Enterprise. Awesomeness right there. Um, from my end, uh, we're the creatives behind everything from WeFobs. We're all working together. Uh, you can see it for yourselves, everyone, on screen. Um, a lot of design work is going up. Uh, we're getting there. <laughs> we're 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 doing our thing we're putting down what we love and you're seeing it and it all just adds to our financial freedom journey thank you everyone let's move into the last segments and this is what i was looking for because this is the segment <laughs> and i have to get the uh, background music started i started this with the queen following the market ladies and gents is we fobs um it's our it's our way of trying to view where the money is moving, how we can make plays on it. And we hope to bring uh, some uh, recognition to the coconuts out there on what you may be able to do. Let's go. Fortune. Parathana Prakash. Please forgive me for butchering your name. Says, IBM CEO. 
says its new AI tools will be able to do 30 to 50% of repetitive office work after indicating his own company will pause some hiring. So basically, IBM is saying AI is going to do 30 to 50% of repetitive office work, but they're also going to pause hiring. You said they're going to pause yes. hiring. Uh, that- yeah, pause hiring. Well, that's going to have a major effect to those who are looking for a job. Yeah. Doesn't it go back to what Chief and Pudi was saying? <laughs> AI is not going to take your job. It's the people who use the AI going to take your job. <laughs> Prime yeah. example right there. Yep. The boss is using AI to take your own job. Well, that, that's crazy. Uh, not, not That's not crazy. That's a boss conquer move right there. And what's the boss's uh, reason for it? Money. Um, yes. <laughs> Cut costs, right? Cut costs. Companies can't. Uh, the yeah, they're gonna have to still hire someone to run the AIs, um, or they're mm-hmm. gonna invest into developing their own AIs to do their stuff. Right now, it's there's still people. That, it's still gonna be people running it because the, someone who is expert uh, will be hired for these jobs. It's just gonna be a. It's a new opportunity for, you know, computer savvy people. It's it's a skill that we all have to have, administrative, right? Like the words and Excel and all those basic stuff. This is just another big bonus. Mm-hmm. But this one will be a big one, big, big, big one that takes a lot of other, replaces a lot of other jobs. So just we just make the adjustments and adapt to it. Got it. There's still a lot of changes that will probably happen, in my opinion. Anything to add, Pooh? Nope, nope. Cool. Um. I'm just going to put out there that it doesn't affect still the the regular, I think, was it Chief? Chief and Pudi, I think you guys pointed out. The guys that do work, the labor, like the engineers that do the mechanics, it doesn't affect all of you. It just affects a lot of the people that does the mundane office task work, right? Is that what Administrative. Right? Yeah. Even marketing, too. It just narrows it down. So we Pop Nation members might want to beef up that uh start learning some new skills if you want to keep your job if you're thinking about it if you don't want to keep working a nine to five then entrepreneurship or um creating your own um hustle to get that income we're here for it join the journey <laughs> hey. right hey i i'm sorry guys my i, I... You went mute during the whole this whole topic on on my end. I I I just finally got it back on. Like, what was the topic about? Oh, this current one. Okay, no problem. You were good. So, we heard you. It's a the boss. The I think IBM. it was my microphone. Okay, got it. IBM oh, no, so CEO. We go to the next. We're good. You good? Okay. Yep. All right. Let's go to this next one because it still deals with the uh, AI. <laughs> Insider Joshua Zitzer, an influencer, created an AI version of herself that can be your girlfriend for $1 a minute. She says it could earn $5 million a month. Karen Marjorie, Snapchat influencer, she launched it. Um, it's an AI-powered voice-based chat bot called Karen AI. It has more than 1,000 paying subscribers. Damn. Lucrative business. Lucrative business. Karen AI launched as a beta test earlier this month and generated 
$1,610 in revenue in about a week. Almost entirely from men. Fortune reported. Yep. And they cited an income statement provided by the influencer's business manager. Oh my. So creative. Gosh. Oh yeah. my goodness. It's another niche market. You got to cater to the fantasies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One dollar a minute. Cost a dollar. Pretty sounds pretty tempting too. Right. So what? What is it? It's a. I, I'm not. Is it a voice? No. Like, so, so she took. It's a actual her, like a scan of her actual self. Right. What's uh, her name? Karen. Um. Wow. Let me pull it up again. Karen with a K or a C? Karen with a C A R Y N. Karen Marjorie. Oh wow! He and her, she called there. her stuff Karen AI. Wow. Well, if I'm not going to hate from the U.S., man. If it's the Karen from the U.S., I don't want to conversate with that Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Karen Influencer builds up a, a uh, app for companionship. Because there are, you know, there are a lot of those out there, too. It's that Pornhub crowd. <laughs> the upgraded version of back in the days of 1 800 hot. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm it's not going to hate on them. That's no. like. Yeah, that's, that's another hidden gem. That's each their own, right? Is what they're what everybody's fetish is as long as it ain't harming anybody. Yeah, she found something that worked. Kudos to her. Seventy one grand a week. I could take that any day. That's that's on the Nick Cannon frequency, man. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Man, so she's basically using herself as an AI to for pleasure for men. Yeah. But she, oh. it's not even her real self. It's the AI bot talking to me. No, I people. know. I see that. I'm looking at that. I was like, man, I'm going to have to try one for Puni Moore for the women. See, <laughs> you never know, man. She, hey, pull it it's off always worth us, trying. Come back to us how it works out. Oh, you know man. what? Yeah, try it. We'll, we'll keep yeah. a live journal on it. I'm going to have to uh, ask AI, uh, chat GPT to, uh, for Puni Moore. This is Puni Moore. Add that to our segment on, on the Wahoos. Go ahead. Yeah. I was about to say that, yo. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to leave that to the followers, man. Uh, comment. Let us know. Let us know if you want Puni more to go ahead and have a Karen, you know, version for the females out there. Puni more version. <laughs> Puni more version. Puni more like, like, is a version. Puni more version coconuts. <laughs> yeah. Because when it comes to like sex talk, I realized that Polynesians, we're, we're because of our culture, uh, it's not something that's been brought up. You know, to done in the bush. Like, yeah, it's kind of like quiet. Like people are like, oh, don't talk about that. You're nasty. I'm like, <laughs> nah, man, wake the hell up. We in America, baby. You know what I'm saying? There's like a lot of talk shows and podcasts all about this stuff. America, the land of the nasty. <laughs> Hey, are we gonna have like a Wee Falls podcast for just the nasty? <laughs> I wouldn't mind bringing on someone who wants to do it. If you yeah. feel like you want to do it, come to Wee <laughs> We we game, man. Right, Chief, we yeah. game. Bring it on, man. You never know, bring man. It bring it on, bring it on. Different viewpoints, different yeah. Uh, personalities. Yeah. Just yeah, remember find someone who wants to do that, man. <laughs> because remember. uh 
I only bring that up because, you know, like I remember one of our cousins said like, uh, yeah, I was in the car with mom and aunties and them and the stuff they talk about, it was just straight rated R. I'm like, for real? <laughs> Ugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> okay, now that's a different matter, man. When you got to talk about stuff like that in front of your family, yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, just Sweet Falls Nations, don't forget, if you are bringing it, we are on our road to financial freedom. That's the point. Come at us with the way, like, if it's coming that way, then we cool. We cool. It's a free country. <laughs> and we should, I, I'm, I, if I do do it, I think I'm going to just have it free for until, like, what was the idea? Who, <laughs> the chat GPT started for free first. It's just to get it catch the wave. later. <laughs> <laughs> no, start charging afterwards. Remember, I went to a chat GPT. Do what the I the AI uh creators did. Just throw it yeah. out. Yeah, just throw it out there. Then once you you bait them, then start charging them. There you go. There you oh, go. Right. Yeah, yeah. You don't need a phone number. You just need a website now. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to look into that. I'm gonna have to look into that stuff. Got to create. Right. Create it. Well, Another one in uh, following the market. Uh, I've got about one, two, three, four, five more for all of you, and then we can close it out. So the professor who made $10 billion by cutting Google its first startup check. This is from Benzinga Caleb Naismith. The guy, this professor, um, okay, hit the jackpot with the earliest when you can get in early. From Stanford University, Professor David Sheraton, Sheraton, Sheridan, David Sheridan, stands alone as one of the luckiest and wealthiest educators of all time. And the question is, like, how did a college professor make $10 billion? Well, it goes on a fateful moment back in 1998 when he wrote a check to two of his students, Larry Page and Sergey Brin, to kickstart their visionary venture. The result? The company emerged from that modest $100,000 seed money and turned into Google Inc., which is now Alphabet Inc. Wow. This professor. That's freaking amazing. He's a professor of... So the reason why he gave him that 100000 because he was a professor of technology and uh, what else? Business, I think. And he understood where they were coming from. He pursued a master's degree and PhD in computer science from the University of Waterloo. And he held professorship at Stanford University. Isn't Stanford in California, right? Yes. yes. Well, that's the $10 billion man right there. $100,000 investment, $10 billion profit. Wow. Ooh. That's what we want to get on yeah, man, when you see uh, potential like that, um, that's an opportunity. Like, if you see the vision for the future, then you would invest. Like, 100000 seems like um, a lot when it's not, because the return of investment is, ooh, how much, how many billions? Did you say 20? 10 billion. 10 billion. <laughs> billion. B. What, billion what with a B. Wow. If I had a hundred. And I believed in something and I could do it, I probably would have done the same thing. What a great investment. Yep. Because he found, they were his students and he gave them the seed money. The first check. How the heck did he, as a professor, you make that much money as a professor? Well, because he got the royalties off of that seed money he gave them. He didn't, mm -hmm. 
that that's how he made the hundred the ten billion was from because of the Google shares. Um, like he started. I mean, Google oh, they gave him shares to the Google Inc. Yes, yeah. I know they gave him shares because did the professor give the students a hundred thousand invested yes. in them? He invested in their yes. vision for Google before they even started oh. Google. Remember back that then it was nice Yahoo, name. right? Yahoo was yes. like the kingpin. And then along came Google out of nowhere, and that Google was from these guys. I'm just surprised that a professor makes 100 can afford 100K. <laughs> well, he, a professor. You know, no, uh, the way the trick is using the yeah the trick is using the credit cards once you get yeah. all that all squared away yeah it's a financial play that you're never using your own money or you're using borrowed money or loan and, money and then and, turn it for a return or even if he did use his own money it's probably money he already had set aside right because because he has yeah. a doctorate's degree and you know the people with doctorate's degree most of them that I know are really good with money most. They like make they, minimum, yeah. I think, about 100K. Yeah, and they know what to do. Wow, it's just a very inspiring story. Oh, wow. Hopefully, we have listeners that are Catching millionaires, on. that are <laughs> millionaires that are watching our stuff and intriguing and investing in us. You never know. Like, we you? know, with the whole thing. Yeah. That what you just talked about, That's that's pretty cool. Um, man, that's pretty awesome, really. <laughs> so moving on, Microsoft reveals, this is from Fortune again by Eleanor Pringle. Microsoft reveals the AI skills that will be crucial to landing any job in the future. I know you all want to hear this, right? Yes, let's go. It says, whether it's the bot it takes your job or next generation co-pilot, one thing's for sure, artificial intelligence is set to change the game. It's already changing. It's being touted as the biggest technological advancement. Um, you need to start working with AI skills immediately or risk being left behind. Yeah. What's um, the skills? With the nature of the work expected to shift as LMS pick up menial tasks, business leaders were asked which skills would be increasingly critical to the AI age. The most important aptitude the respondents agreed is analytical judgment, followed closely by the ability to work flexibly. Um, then following were skills that were less tangible, emotional intelligence, creative evaluation, and curiosity. And then finally, rounding out that list, more technical abilities such as bias detection and handling, uh, bias detection and handling, and AI delegation. Those are the skills. Very, okay, let me go over it again. Analytical judgment, flexibility the top skills you need. That's what they say at the top. In the middle, you're going to need skills of emotional intelligence, intelligence, creative evaluation, and curiosity. And then the final skills that it says on the bottom of the list, you need to be able to have more technical abilities such as be bias detection and handling, and then AI delegation. That is... 
way different than skills that we usually hear for a job force, workforce, right? Yeah, um, that is. Yeah, that's <laughs> way different. It sounds like that's all uh, ChatGPT will do. It, yeah, ChatGPT can do yeah. it. The prompting is going to be very specific. Uh, be a mastery of prompting. Can that? That's the skill people need to learn, and that's sure. just one. And then you can achieve all that and more. Yeah, but that's like, man. Remember, like the skills we always say was Microsoft Word, <laughs> Photoshop. Uh, uh, public presentation. Yeah, that, those are out the door. Those are out. The world has definitely changed. Like, wow. I mean, listen to it again, everyone. <laughs> Analytical judgment, flexibility, emotional intelligence, creative evaluation, curiosity. Bias detection and handling and AI delegation. What the fuck? Yeah, ChatGPT can accomplish that. That's so that's what this article is saying. These are the skills that will be crucial to landing any job in the future. The AI skills. Wow. <laughs> Do they even have schools for that? <laughs> that's stupid as fuck. They're gonna have it now. I'm pretty yeah. sure they're gonna have it now. Yeah, they we, will. Yeah. We better yeah. jump on that train. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. our academy is gonna have to get on that train, Chief. Like pronto. Hey, what you guys take on that cyber oh uh, you know, cyber uh security that that I keep seeing all uh, advertised oh, online? Cyber security? Yeah. Mm. That's another booming industry. It's another now. booming industry, and it's tough to. It deals with a lot of clearances, and man, it's in that movie, right, Chief? The movie, uh, what's that movie that with the hot ass girl? <laughs> oh, um, that was what's her name? Yeah, the agent. Yeah, night agent, right? Night agent, yeah. Oh, here profession. we go again. Here we Hell go again. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they did not get <laughs> night agent again. <laughs> I know, oh, man. Yeah. Let's leave it at that, man. That'll be another 10 hours. I mean, 10 minute talk. Just night agent had nothing to do with intelligence. No, man, but no. it does. Uh, oh, that's who she that was her 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 job skill was cybersecurity. Yes. That, so she she brought that out, and that's what I'm saying. Like and anyone kind of talking showed the about struggle that. there too. Yeah, and she's Polynesian, and, and that was a big role that she, that she plays. And, and and the job was uh it was her side job as a cybersecurity expert. Lucien Buchanan, you're so hot. <laughs> but then yeah. <laughs> Rose Larkin was what she was playing in there. And then just to speak to what you said about cybersecurity, it's a fast pacing, high, uh high paying job, but then man, you can get cut quick, right? Yeah, so many so much toes. updates. I heard yeah. when you when you do all those kind of jobs, them uh, engineering for cyber and computer, it uh, you can't rely on your degree because it's always no, updates. Man. It changes all the time. Yeah, the changes is purely innovative. It has yeah. to. Once you run out of ideas and you're done, done, then you're pretty much expendable at that point. Mm -hmm. Well, we all just saw it right here in the article. We've never heard those crucial skills before. 
I can tell you, I've never heard it in the job for the workforce. <laughs> now they're using it as skills to get hired. The world has changed, as I stated before. Oh my gosh. We're, we're growing before our eyes. What's the name of one of those skills again? Analytical judgment. Analytical judgment, bro. Emotions. Emotional. Flexibility. Yeah, those are all predictions. They all can be predicted based on what we do decide. Because analytical is the key word. Yeah. Um, predictions or what, what analytical flexibility what? analytical judgment 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 is something they can't do no that, that's but an analytical it, yeah. it, it pulls from the data and allows them to make that type of judgment based on data emotional intelligence there you they, go. they literally said emotional intelligence that was the one i was gonna say that's the one that's impossible uh for right. ai to do it's gonna require but someone to well, that's why they're saying these are AI skills you should have when you're dealing with new jobs in the future so that you can prompt the AI model tools to do this stuff. That's what Bro, they're saying so, here. So they do have, uh, yeah, they do have online courses for them, but not an actual school. Yeah. There's numerous of them online, such as uh, Coursera. I don't know if y'all heard of that one. Yeah, I've heard of it. Emails from them every day. <laughs> Ed Edx uh, Udemy offer courses of nice. critical thinking, logic, and reasoning. Oh, so it's not what the position is. It's basically what y'all just talked about. Yeah. Skill sets. Skill sets. Mm -hmm. Skill sets. Yep. 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 Self studies, yep. practice, and engagement. Yeah, I mean that's the shit we're doing already. Mm -hmm. It's how to control the AIs. That's all it is. And it essentially breaks down to learning how to prompt it properly to push out the right information that you need for these companies, which is <laughs> administrative. Yeah. I'll write a full KPI metrics for me on this uh, report that we have for tomorrow. <laughs> <You know>? Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the new world, new future, We Bob's Nation. We're there. We're riding that train. We're there with you. So don't 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 be confused on that. Well, uh, I think we got two more. I got two more for y'all. Microsoft says commercial use of fusion produced energy will be available within five years as part of the new deal with Sam Altman back Helion. Uh what the hell is this? Mike okay, this is an article from Aaron McDade. Business Insider. What's the fusion energy? This is the new the new discovery that they made. They made a breakthrough with the, uh, um, what do you call, nuclear energy, that now we can have a cleaner nuclear energy to get us, uh, power, because we're always been trying to find energy close to the energy of the sun. And this new fusion energy that we made a breakthrough on, Microsoft is going to use it to power this thing they call Helion, H-E-L-I-O-N, using the I electricity for their own for their own AI systems, bro. Wow. Which means energy for hundreds of years. Not You know how we're using regular electricity that's being burnt by coals and fossil fuels, everyone? Like yes. electricity. So this fusion energy burns, uh, it's a little bit, 
cleaner, but it gets gets us more energy. We don't waste energy as much. And it could last for like hundreds of years. I think that's the one that Elon said that if they can get a land, they just need one land, one mile to one mile, and pack it up with the satellites. It will power the globe, the entire world. And that's all you need. It's just one mile to one mile. Yeah, I got to look into that. But To build this, to build this in order for it to... That means him and Microsoft are in a race. Yeah, that's what they're saying. That's what I like. Neuro, neuro fusion or fusion or oh, fusion energy. Yep, fusion energy. We never so fusion. Is it different from nuclear energy? It is nuclear energy. We're finally able to use nuclear energy safely. Mm. Like it, it's such a big, big breakthrough because before the energy, this energy that we're using wastes a lot of, there's still a lot of energy being wasted into the air. With this type of energy that they got, we're using, I think, almost in the 90 percentage of all the energy. It, let's just say, like I said before, it's an energy that lasts longer and is more powerful. Oh, like, uh, what's his name? Iron Man. When he yes, that like, exactly. Like to that. trigger him yes, in. Yes, 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 yes. That's AI. why they're all, Microsoft is trying to get all their AI systems energized. Because, you know, Everybody understand, like, they, they they say they complain about computers being too hot, like all the servers starting to cause pollution in the world and shit like that. Yeah. All this is from Microsoft, which is the biggest shareholder for OpenAI. Yeah. That's why they bought them. That's why they bought all the shares. And they want to do their own a lot energy of now. That they, yeah, which is, you know, and utilizing AIs to their advantage, which is, yeah, smart, smart move. Microsoft boss could move. be the next big thing. That's boss move. I think we Five Nation members because I believe this is my opinion, mine personally. I believe we need to latch on to this because Microsoft may be one of those corporations that rules the world in the future. Yeah, I'm going to try to get uh, try to utilize uh, Edge, you know, Microsoft Edge. tools instead of and being Edge. Start a yeah. start a get get away from Google Chrome. Uh, I, I think that's a, yeah, coconuts. Let's do that. Coconuts. If you're following, we <laughs> follow the way. This is a, this will benefit all of us. I like edge. Thing. I like the whole, yeah. uh, the being. Right. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember the old Microsoft windows <laughs> and how it always crashed on us sometimes. Right. They come a long way, but have you, man, you all remember that movie though? Um, Demolition Man. Sylvester yeah. Stallone and Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Remember the big thing there was the corporations ruled the world and had wars? Like Taco Bell was one of the rulers of the world. Really? I don't know. That movie's old as hell. Rewatch it. That's what it was like, what it said, the backstory and shit. And that's why they had the bring that demolition guy back to um, life. Wow. I didn't even realize that. That that movie was about that. Like corporations ruled the world. I mean, that's like a, a Ready Player One. Yes, corporations ruled the world. It's mm-hmm. just we gotta man ride the wave, and <laughs> either we become a corporation or we be up with it. That's exactly how U.S. is being managed. It's a corporate world. You know, I think that's all the world. I mean, all countries, huh? They're managed like that. 
It's a corporate world. It is. It is. Well, uh, to close it out, <laughs> this one's from YouTube, one of our biggest uh, platforms that we post to. They're changing up their service style. Um, they're making big changes, and a lot of uh, users are going to despise it. And it deals with um, commercials. They're now going full on commercials where you can't skip the advertisements. They're bringing that up. And if you want to skip it, you're going to have to buy the service. Uh, this wow. is an article by. Uh, That's you mean so late. late. That's you so mean late. Netflix or YouTube? I YouTube. think that was from Netflix. Tony Osu. Mm. This is from Tony Osu of The Street. Okay. Uh, here, so they're doing that. They're bringing their unskippers up. Uh, Let's just say you're not going to be able to skip the commercials. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Because YouTube was known too- for, for letting you skip the commercials. That was what YouTube was known for. Now they're taking that away. And you got to pay the premium. See? Yes. Remember, everything starts off free. I just think it's way too late to introduce this into their platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a, way I'm, too I'm, late. I, yeah. Like, I feel this. That will disrupt their, their structure. Um. Because now the experience is being interrupted forcefully. And, and this and and to and the cure to that is pay them money. Oh yeah. <laughs> money moves, money moves. I don't know, but I think they already subtly already did it. Cause haven't you all realized like those commercials be popping up? Yeah. And there's even unskippable commercials that come up on your Oh, on those are videos. paid advertisements. That's yeah. paid advertisements. That's 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 a money driven uh no, no, no. opportunity. But what I mean is the reason why YouTube was known for was us, the viewers of these videos, can skip that shit. But now they're not letting us skip the there's a 30 second ads that they don't let us skip when you watch if you watch a YouTube video. Before, I just recognize now that you mentioned that. Yeah. Before you could skip yeah. every commercial. No matter when yeah, it started, five seconds into it, five seconds into it. Yeah. So they snuck it in. They've been doing that. I've been watching them because, like you say, Chief, advertisements drive the business, right? And they're doing this for the advertisers themselves because advertisers want more screen time. And the only way to get away from it, like you said, premium, they need to get to the premium service so you don't get commercials. So let me ask you three this. Would you pay for a premium service so you don't have to watch all commercials? No, I won't. I'm cheap like that. I'll find another way. Nice. Queen? I'm not a consumer of YouTube that oh. much either. I Queen? would. You would? Queen would? No, I would not. Would not? Okay. Yeah. Pony, would you pay to have no commercials on your viewing of uh, stuff like YouTube videos, TikTok videos, and stuff like that. Uh, I'm gonna go with Chief and Queen. No, I won't. Nice. I the reason is because uh, all they're doing is just forcing us to go back into time where we're so used to having commercials right before the show. You know, it's just teaching us to be uh, what well, we to always be from. <laughs> yeah, you know. Now, once I become a two percenter. Of course, everything will just. <laughs> oh, 
I'll be, you know, I'll, I I will have an ownership in uh, YouTube, so it won't be no advertisement, you know. But yeah, Putting, let's not it say is, we're gonna become two percenter. Let's say once we hit financial freedom, <laughs> correct, right? But you know who else doesn't even um. It's inspiring. One person that inspired me that does this is LeBron James. Mm. As much as he's, because he's already a billionaire. He is the cheapest, you know, because they have this thing on the, the the players and they ask the question, who's the cheapest player? Of course they ask and they're like, oh, it's LeBron. And LeBron himself said that. He's like, I am not going to pay anything just for some free streaming. I will go through the commercials. And I'm like, I respect that, man. And ever since that, too, I'm like, I start cutting everything off. Everything. <laughs> man, I remember, we, we grew up watching commercials. Yeah. 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 It's nothing but a G thing. Exactly. <laughs> That's where you go take your bathroom breaks, go refill yep. water yeah. every day. <laughs> Sometimes we look forward to those commercials, right? Exactly. Yeah. We need a break. We need a break. Remember all the, the yeah, those commercials. We we remember it because of those. Yeah, the commercials were very catchy. <laughs> and that's when very they really, catchy. yeah, they were making some bomb ass commercials too. Like, but I think da, 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 da. <laughs> when I go to America, I'm going to McDonald's. Yeah. For real. <laughs> right. Would but you I come, can you bring us a McDonald's, please? <laughs> very catchy. <laughs> Don't you all feel like this newer generation though will pay for that service? Oh, I think they will. I agree. Oh, they'll pay for it. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Once they have money. Yeah. So there you have it, We Fox Nation. You see the differences in viewpoints. We're coming from an age where we've been through that. And it's just going back to the that again. Like everybody's thinking, oh, it's on you thing. Nah. They planned it out. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can handle it, but can you handle it being one of the newer <laughs> generations? <laughs> yeah. Money plays again. Money plays. Yes, yes, that's definitely one. Yeah, take and... notes. Very uh, same principles. Yes, yeah. yes, indeed. Well, here we are. Let's uh, let's review. We talked about a lot of things here. We Bob Nation. All of our hosts gave you their views on marijuana and team mental health, the dangers of AI, and then the hustle that Nick Cannon has going. We hope you got something from it. Um, I'm going to give it up to my host to have them put their closing thoughts. You already heard our business news and are following the market. We hope you got something from that. Anyhow, all right, hosts, why don't you let them have it? Tell them what's up, what's up, what's up before we close this one. Oops. Thank you for listening. Remember, this is Mental Health Awareness Month in Asia Pacific Island Heritage. Taking care of your mental health is a powerful act of self-love and personal growth. Beautiful. Beautiful. Next. I just want to remind our listeners, especially us Polynesian people, man. Let's work together. Let's get together and make moves, baby. Ride the wave while it's hot. <laughs> we're there right Gosh. with you Oops. shout out Jeez. to the all the the Polynesians you know it, it is also a API month uh, tell, tell the stories man tell the stories and bring it out to bring it to surface so we can all reminisce and enjoy it and celebrate it together so God bless and love all my polys out there man uh, <laughs> 
stay tuned and uh, spread the love. You heard she it. Flat right. out, sir. <laughs> you heard it here, We Files Nation. Man, final shout out to EM Tony for making it to that top three. We Woo-hoo. shout you out, boy. Keep it going, man. No matter what happens, Stoko, we got you back, man. This is Moore. This is Queen. This is Cheap Lot. This is Guy So Smooth. And we signing out for this podcast. See you again. Wait for. Yeah.